0: Welcome to the Deep Dive for the Round 11 review. How are you, Mr. Smith? Good, Trent, mate. How are you doing? Good, thank you. That's we good. just finished off the Dogs West Coast game. Uh, dogs were good early on and they got pounded pretty pretty heavily. This is a Sunday night, obviously, so June the 2nd.
1: Yeah, there was a few pants mm. this weekend. Um, <laughs> three. Yeah, even though the competition's getting closer and uh, it's really good footy, uh, no, no. No, there's a big gap between the good teams and the shit teams.
0: I think the gap is definitely starting to, to widen. Yep. Um, there, if you include 40 points and above, there was four games. so That's nearly half the games going uh, ratchet. Mm. So yeah, it's not not ideal, but we'll wade our way through this round. There's definitely, a, regardless of, I guess, how some of the games went, there's definitely a heap of talking points. We've got a lot Absolutely. to discuss through yep. the round um, and leading into this week. Uh, big thanks to Hops to Home, hopstohome.com.au. They are a craft beer delivery service. Um, they've been great sponsors of ours since the beginning, pretty much. So home.com.au AFL Deep Dive gets you $25 off your first pack. So basically they ship out craft beer to your door. So fresh craft beer in cans. So they collect cans from different breweries across the country. Um, small packs in tens, or you can get 20 packs as well. Um, delivery all across Australia. Um, Small business outside of Melbourne, but they deliver all across Australia regionally as well. And uh, yeah, it's very, very worth doing. Good collection of, of beers and a really good way to find new breweries. Absolutely, especially if you're into IPAs. If you like IPA, you're definitely on board with them at the moment. They're stacking them pretty heavily, but... Uh, some good stuff, but definitely going pretty pretty hardcore on the on the on the IPAs. Nice. So. so check them out, hopstone.com.au. It's a good thing if you're into IPA, you will go really deep into Hopstone. Absolutely. Uh, that's that, and then also another announcement uh, beyond the game this week will be on a Tuesday, so same time, so anywhere between seven thirty and seven thirty nine, seven forty, whenever. Old mate can get his stuff together. Yeah. No, it was partially it's partially our as well. Yeah. It's a bit of both. Um, no, jokes aside. So, obviously, we, we, we go live every week, usually on a Wednesday at 7.30, on Facebook, on Beyond the Game TV, if you're not aware of it. So, we do our preview episode live as well, um, but uh, this week, it'll be on a Wednesday. So, he's got an overseas trip, um, so we will be, uh, yeah, all as all normal on uh, Beyond the Game TV, but on a Tuesday instead of a Wednesday. So, we're going to be a day ahead, which... I think it's good. We might even look at Tuesdays next year. Anyway, it just gives us an extra day, it gives us a bit more air as well. There's no other football shows on a Tuesday at all. It's either Monday or Wednesday. The footage, getting yeah. killed anyway. But there's no, you know, no front bar or anything. Nothing just, like that. Yeah. yeah, it just gives us a bit it's of free just, air as well. And, and yeah, with Thursday night games, so
1: obviously you're probably going to be well, more of them next year. So exactly. Makes it even easier for Everyone.
0: Yeah. So I think we'll we'll definitely do. We're going to do. Well, we're going to do Tuesday. We have no choice. But I think next year we might even do it. Uh, the entire year but um, yeah Beyond the Game TV just search that on Facebook and you'll see that and we do the preview which you'll see in this audio stream here on any um, podcasting platform but yeah we do it live as well and answer questions and a whole bunch of other stuff that is I guess all the housekeeping we need to do uh, let's bang into round 11 um, nearly at the buys now uh, the famous Jaina round Jaina round Jaina round yeah well that was busted
1: ass, wasn't it? But well, we'll get Port to don't that game, lose in China.
0: No, they, they're pretty good in China. Um, we'll have to start terribly with North and Richmond. Uh, awful game, really, unless you're a hardcore North supporter. I don't think anyone particularly enjoyed this game, but I, I don't know, maybe some uh, neutral supporters did. I wouldn't have thought. But 99-62, to 62, uh, North Melbourne by 37 points. Richmond, again, going down similar to the way they went down to the Dogs earlier in the year. Well, how did you feel about this one, mate? What did you think? No, I I agree. It was not a pretty game to watch.
1: And, uh, I mean, if you're into that type of viewing, uh, it was quite a fierce tackling, really low-skilled type of affair. It was was really who could attack the ball the hardest uh, was going to win out in the night. I think that's what the Roos did better than the Teagues. Yeah. Um, They were pretty fierce tackling. I think in the third quarter it was something like 20 to... Eight in the Roos' favour. So they just they wanted the, the pillar a little bit more than, than the tigs. Uh wasn't, yeah, not really the type of Friday night game you'd want. It would have, A, obviously, well, always was like high-scoring games, but just a little bit more free-flowing. I found that it was very congested a lot of the time and a lot of little mistakes here and there. Richmond were a little bit off. Um, I don't think it was all just North Melbourne. Yeah. yeah, North, North Melbourne did play out of the skin, and obviously very unusual, week for them, um, having one coach uh, resign. It's usually the week after, like this week, suggested uh, that teams get up when they get a new coach in place. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, off, off night from the TIGs. I, I think this is one that they'll look back and go, all right, we can learn from it. But I don't expect them to lose too many more games like this no. for the rest of the year. So, <clears throat> no, just one of those off, off nights. Um, but Coach looked good in his return.
0: They did. I mean, we'll start with North, so we usually start with the winners. I mean, ultimately, there was a few key things that changed the game compared to where I think a lot of tipsters thought it would go. Um, Brown was a lot more accurate. Um, So, you know, we've seen a lot of games this year where Brown just hasn't been his self. um, But he was significantly more... I mean, he kicked six straight, so that's very good. Um, A lot more aggression shown from North as well. I think they've been a fairly weak team, three sections of the year this year. Um, but I thought they were significantly more aggressive, a lot more physical. Um, I mean, how much can you, you know, retrain the team in, you know, five six days? Not much. But clearly, they they played very free, uh, and they were sort of playing without much to lose, and, and that's always very dangerous. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. There's there's still a, a, you know an A league football team, so the, you know if you come up against them, um, you know, in this sort of thing, and, and particularly Richmond are a good five to ten percent off. Um, skill set across the board. There were a couple of players that were very good. I thought Hawley was excellent as well yeah, as Cochin. I thought a few of them. Were, I thought you know Danger was was good. Um, but yeah, but I don't. Um... With North though,
1: like just going back to what you were talking about. I mean, um, with Brown kicking accurately, he also got very good delivery when it came into. So the the big four for North Melbourne in their midfield: Zeebel uh, Pollock, Higgins, and Cunnington, all were their biggest uh, disposal getters for the night. Yeah. So that sort of. Shows that if those guys are getting their hands on the ball, they're usually going to deliver into the forward 50 pretty well. Um, I thought Mason Wood, obviously, um, had a good game as a result of that as well.
0: Yeah, uh, I thought Zerhar was really good. Larky was pretty impressive as well. Um, I thought North, you know, crowded Sydney stack really well too, which was good. Um, I think, you know, a lot of the electric players, they were really good at crowding uh, throughout the night. North, and that, that makes a massive difference. Uh, I thought Wood and Anderson were really good as well. They tackled really well all night, and that made yeah. a massive difference. Um, but look, I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, they were they were that bit better. And, and uh, Butler, I'd throw in as well for Richmond was was quite good. Um, but yeah, when they're that much more accurate and have that little to lose, it it really makes a massive difference. And I think you know when there's speculation you know, against your club, you quite you play quite tight, I'd imagine. Yeah. You, you're certainly a little bit tense. Um, so for them to come out and, and really, you know, just not care and play very free, you know, they're, they're, they're going to be tough to beat.
1: Yeah, and, and as you said, like, Richmond right across the board, basically, we just off about 5 or 10%. And, and that's the difference, really, uh, with most teams. If you're off just that little bit... Um, uh, the opposition's going to outrun you, they're going to out-tackle you. I think that's, we haven't seen this type of intensity from North Melbourne all, all year, so it's good to see it return. I think, yeah, they'll start to um, uh, push a lot of, lot of sides in, this, in the back half of the, the season, which ultimately we thought North Melbourne were going to be a team that wouldn't be easy to beat most of the year anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, it's good um, and good for their supporters. Obviously, they could do with more.
0: Yeah. It was in paid-up supporters. They could. Uh, it was a pretty weird crowd, too. So, on the broadcast, they said there was 36,000 there. But then at the ground, they said there was 29,000 there. Yeah, that's 20... a fair gap. So, 7,000. I mean, I'm not, not yeah. sure.
1: Uh, yeah, so, I mean, yeah. What uh, did the AFL officially geez. say? Fudging numbers.
0: So... Uh, oh, China style, you reckon? They're just making it up. Yeah,
1: absolutely. It's that's, that's <laughs> 20,000 at the bar at the moment. They're uh, not in the actual seats, but they're there.
0: Okay, so... Yeah, so officially the AFL said 29,000 as well, so... Yeah, that's it, right? Um, it didn't
1: look like there was more than 30,000 there. It
0: did not look... When they said 35, I thought, gee, that's that's okay of a crowd, yeah. but I thought, that doesn't look like that at all. And
1: Especially at Marvel, it's pretty easy to see if it's around 35. Like, 29 to 35 at the G, you could almost say, oh, if they're spread out, yeah, you might be mm, able to miss mm. it, but not at Marvel.
0: So Brown kicked five straight, sorry. I thought he'd end up getting six in the end, but he did get five... Uh, Yeah, Wood with 4-2, as I said. Um, I I I know Larkey's numbers don't show it as much, but I was quite impressed with Larkey throughout the night. But the the old guard of North, uh, they're not that old, but the older guard now, you know, your Zeebles and your Browns and Higgins was was really good as well. And Dumont, I thought, had a really good game too. But um, yeah, there were definitely Richmond players. I think Grimes was was pretty off. Broad made some pretty bad errors. I think there's definitely going to be some players that will get dropped. Um, for me, uh, Lynch still looks that bit underdone. Um, yeah, Higgins didn't really have that much of an impact. McIntosh didn't bob up as much as you'd expect. Um, yeah, I, they were just that sort of little bit off. So thats I don't really have a heat more to talk about. I mean, I, I ultimately, as much as North did win the game and, and, and good on them for, for winning it, um, they're sitting 13th, they've only won four games. Yeah, I'm not, no. not I mean, jumping
1: up and down about their, their back, like t- people have been doing with some some other teams throughout the year. No. They've got a lot of, lot of ground to make up, and I don't think they're... Um, they're not top echelon team, just because they've been in Richmond.
0: No, exactly. I think ultimately, like, yeah, I think Richmond are a good side. They're not a great side. They're just outside the top five for me. Um, but I think ultimately... Yeah, I mean, North aren't going to make finals. They're so far behind now. If they win another three more games, it's Reese has done pretty well. How did you feel he went, I guess, on the night? I mean, I thought he spoke pretty well after the game. Yeah, look, I mean... They clearly like
1: him. Yeah, they clearly like him. And like
0: you said, what much,
1: what much can he do in a week, especially after the week they've had? Um, obviously, the game plan would have been uh, very similar to what they've been trying to put together all year. I think he just brings a, a, a youthful... Um, What's the word I'm thinking of? Exuberance. Exuberance. That's the word I'm looking for. Uh, to the to this to this team. Um, obviously, uh, Scotty was there for nine almost ten years. Uh, just some fresh ideas, and mm. apparently he's a bit of a, a bit of a, a weird one. He'll uh, admit to himself. Uh, You've always his... heard that about him, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, maybe he just his does some cousin's things. pretty weird. Very yeah. So <laughs> anyway, um, now look, I thought he it did well. Uh, I'm... I, be very surprised if this led into a senior coaching role straight away. Uh, but I think he'll do well for the rest of the year. And I think, yeah, if he can get four or five wins for the rest of the year, that'd be exceptional. If he gets three to four, that's a good pass.
0: Well, Brendan Bolton's available, so you wouldn't want to appoint anyone head coach. No, exactly. He's going to be very available very soon, <laughs> yeah. you would think. Uh, next game, Collingwood and Fremantle. So they finish with 75 75- 79, Uh, this is a pretty good game. I didn't get to see this live. I watched a replay on Sunday morning. I did see the entire game, though. What do we think of this game? I mean, obviously, Fremantle hadn't won in 13 years at the G against Collingwood. Pretty decent win.
1: Pretty decent win, and yeah, by all all accounts, uh, it's probably the best game of footy for the year, or at least one of the best best three. Uh, Really showcasing um, Frios' uh, capabilities of playing finals and also being able to go deep I guess so when they've got some players to get back and um, some other players that are back but are trying to find form in yeah. like Jesse Hogan
0: um, had a lot of subplots to it yeah
1: yeah. and Collingwood didn't play bad that's the other thing so well,
0: I was really because I, as I said I, like, I, I was out on Saturday during the day so I had heard a lot of the talk around the game I was actually surprised in watching it to be honest how good calling would actually were. Yeah. Like, there were sections where they, they they were a little bit subpar from a, a defence perspective compared to what they normally are. There was a few moments where they just forgotten the fundamentals, and there was a few things uh, throughout the game, which we'll talk about. But I think they were very good. It wasn't like they were very poor.
1: No, and when, uh, like when you hear like someone like Pendlebury having the type of game he had, Goey kicking three goals, um, Grundy being pretty decent in, in the ruck as he always is Yeah, you'd expect them to not to win with those types of numbers and, and those players having big games but uh, credit to Freo they just kept coming and coming and coming um, Hand of God scenario which we'll get into in a second and obviously they've got a guy named Michael Walters he's just all of a sudden, just give it to me um, at the end of the game, and I'll get a point or a goal to win it. Two weeks in a row. Yeah, well, so should,
0: we, should we get the elephant out in the room first? Yeah, before we absolutely. Get into the game. So, uh, if you missed this game, there was an incident with Chris Maine. Um, so basically, uh, in the second quarter, Walters went for a goal. They couldn't um, have scripted it any better. Next no. Rio player. Yeah. Playing his old team and the guy and Walter again, who kicks the goal. Yeah. Who kicks the last ga- goal as well. Yeah. So, um, so, yeah, there will be... I'm sure in history there will be some confusion whether it was um, the last goal or that or that second quarter one. But it was the second quarter one. Chris Main um, touched the ball. It seemed like it even in real time that he touched it. I thought that too. I was like, oh, well, he touched it. Yeah, And then they reviewed... Uh, the decision, but it was the wrong decision. They reviewed the uh, whether Sidebottom had touched it on the goal line, but he was—it was a good meter over the goal line, so he, he wasn't able to touch it on the goal line. They re- basically they reviewed the wrong decision, decision yeah. Uh, and in the AFL, we're recording this late Sunday night, so they came out and said, "Oh, um, you know, we, uh, we, uh, you know, it was a technological error and all this sort of stuff." So it was pretty pathetic, as usual from the AFL, yeah. but. Long story short, that's what happened. Um, but obviously the game at three-quarter time was uh, Freo by four points and it finished at full-time with Fremantle by four, four points, points as well. So, uh, yeah, I mean, look, a lot of Collingwood people are going to be pretty angry about that. and I get it. I mean, but there was also, I mean, we're kind of, I guess that's that's what happened. Uh, something for me, I mean, I think, you know, Brown had some pretty easy shots on goal. He missed some absolute sitters. Another thing I would say as well, Majacek had a, shot directly in front, like literally directly in front, five, maybe six metres out in the first quarter, and, and missed. Yeah. So there, there were some unbelievably terrible misses. So I, I get it that you're angry Collingwood fans, and I get it for sure, but they had their chances to, to end this game multiple, multiple times. Particularly, I think, those couple of shots from Brown and and that one from, from Majek. I mean, yeah, anyway. Well, they're almost, I mean, in the dying... Oh,
1: what are we about twenty minutes into the third? They were up by three goals. So really, they allowed free I agree. They allowed Fremantle back into the game, and all and ultimately, sorry, in the second quarter, it's not the third. Um, so yeah, I don't know.
0: Look, I, Fremantle were harder and cleaner through the whole game. They did the basics better. I think that's the better way to look at this game. Obviously, there's going to be a lot of look at the controversy, but I I don't think it should get lost that Fremantle were really good on the day. Yeah. Collingwood were good, and Fremantle were really good. I think this was an amazing performance. And, um, yeah, I thought Lobb going into Grundy. I thought Lobb was outstanding against him through most of the day. Obviously, you know, I don't think there's anyone that's going to rub Grundy up at all. I think he's clearly the best ruckman in the game, but I thought Lobb was fantastic. Um, although Fremantle in the third quarter particularly were really efficient, Uh, They really, really made it difficult. They had a lot of entries going inside 50 that were um, unusual running patterns and they'd switch it up pretty regularly and not continually go to the same targets and they were just fantastic. Like, something we've complained about Fremantle all year, even when they've won, is their transition's been poor and it wasn't in this game at all. Um, Yeah, look, fantastic. I mean, you know, the other thing too is getting it outside of their, their defensive 50 Fremantle, their tactic of, you know, it feels, it's funny, like I'd love to know the stats on this, and I don't know how you would look this up, but Fremantle, when they exit their defensive 50, will go to three or four players, even five or six kicks, really on, on, on the back end of the ground before they've even made a chance outside of their defensive 50. It almost like they basically bore the opposition and confused them. Like they basically go kick to kick, kick, it's to, very, kick, very kick very to kick, Ryan. kick to kick. It's extremely long, long, line. Line, back and forth, back and forth. They basically play markers up down the back, and then they get yeah. the last section, last sort of two seconds when you think they're going to go again. They they, move they it, really quickly switch it out, and that's the thing. And they've actually got some decent pace through the midfield now. Their midfield bats pretty deep now. It's no longer you know Mundy and Fife having to just completely dominate. They've got. I thought Cherish field kicking, for example, yeah. was excellent all day. Brayshaw was pretty good. Brayshaw was excellent, yeah. excellent, and that 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 um, contest that was one of the I think probably one of my favorite things out of the whole round. He put his head over the ball, uh, took it was very Voss style, took the the force, spun around, and then got back up straight away like that was mad. Yeah. Like to see a young player lift that much was fantastic. Bradley Hills playing like he did
1: years ago when he was at Hawthorne, he yeah. was electrifying. Um, his running carry just really opens things up for the forward line. And uh, in particular, Matera, uh, getting paying the dividends with that. And obviously, we've already mentioned Michael Wall. He's just, he's in career best form at the moment. And um, yeah, has that ability to run through the midfield as well as go forward and kick goals when he needs to. So I think he's been the big difference with a lot of uh, the upside of Freo Dish. Year is that he's really stepped up to the plate. And um, like you mentioned, with that midfield depth, he's one of those players that just is helping your Fives and your mundies now a lot by um, winning a lot of the footy and, and being damaging on the scoreline as well.
0: Yeah, exactly. But I mean, like the Pies were down kind of across the ground. I think their defence was definitely not as good as it's been in the past. You know, your Maynards and people like this weren't as efficient. And then also, mm-hmm. I don't think they were getting really enough purchase. I mean, degoey was good to kick three and... He was decent in his return, but, you know, he was nowhere in the fourth quarter. So, um, yeah, he just couldn't get his hands on it at all in the last quarter. So it was a bit, um, yeah, it was a bit of a sort of, they were down, but Fremantle were that little bit better. But 13 years, that's that's a, a great turnaround. Um, another thing, too, I mean, in terms of bad umpiring decisions, that block on Ben Reid, Ben Reed got a free kick and got a goal in the first quarter. I mean, it's really, I mean, you know, Collingwood, sort of would make them shudder from the ground final in terms of blocks. But, I mean, I, I, I don't know. Like, I, I didn't think that was a block at all. Uh, and Ben Reid got a free kick. So, look, it does go both ways. And sometimes you you come out on the good side, good side. and the bad yeah. side. I mean, I, I look, I know that's a... I, I get frustrated when I hear that from commentators to some degree because it's, it's annoying and, and they should try to get it right. Um, And, you know, uh, yeah, I mean, some of these decisions... Like, how we can have a situation where the AFL is so... Unprofessional, where they um, review the wrong decision, is just no, as absolutely- it's crazy. It's, it, it's crazy, and if Collingwood miss out on mild percentage, um, you know, there's a bunch of things this year. I mean, I honestly think I was thinking today it'd be funny as an exercise to do the ladder again at the end of the year based upon what should have happened. So, for example, Papley climbs the goalpost, Esson, and win the game because he yep. winds have kicked it directly in front of goal. This is another one. There's a few of them this year where it feels like this year there's quite a lot because there's been a bunch of these really kind of controversial scenarios. For me, like I, I, like if there's a scenario where a few teams are in and out of the eight as a result of this, because I think it's going to be such a close season. I mean, that's just so insanely embarrassing. Yeah, and, absolutely. And yeah, I, I just can't. I, I just can't understand how you know a multi-billion-dollar league can be this unprofessional, cons- consistently. But, and, but also hiding, like, not coming out and just taking on... No, no, no. ...the
1: um, ownership of it all. Like, th- what happened in this game, they should have clearly just come out and go, yeah, we stuffed up. Yeah. I, I'm okay with that. It doesn't become... as It's still an issue, but it's less of an issue because... They actually been taking top. the responsibility and saying, yeah, we stuffed up.
0: And it seems week after week, there's something. Week after week, there's another controversy. There's another scenario where they look completely ridiculous yep. again, and they never admit it. And anyway, I just think it, it's incredible.
1: And how did the field umpire miss it in the, in the first place? That's I saw well, I mean, they don't usually miss them. You hear them go, touch play on, touch play on, all the time. And that was a fairly clear touch. It's not like you got a fingernail to it. You've got a half a hand.
0: Yeah, you got two fingers on it. I mean, as an example, there was an incident in the Carlton-Essenen game which we can just talk about now and not later on. I mean, that was... Um, there was a scenario where the boundary umpire... Declared that the ball was still in. So the ball was in play near the boundary line. The boundary umpire had declared the ball in. Yeah, he hadn't def- blown his whistle. No. And yeah, Matt Stevick was the field umpire. Who said it was out? Yeah, he stopped play. Who was on a much worse angle. And then Kate Simpson played on. on. Was it Kate Simpson or someone, someone from Cade Yeah, and they were. Look, they should have scored a goal. Well, they were they were they were on the run. They were about yeah. they were about. I know they weren't going to win the game anyway. But in these close games, obviously the controversy is much more highlighted. But um, he he had run away and should have been allowed to play on. So anyway, they just look. It's not just the umpires' fault. I think that the they've been asked to do the impossible this year by the AFL. And yeah. There's clearly division between the AFL and the umpires. But anyway, it's just incredibly embarrassing to happen again and again and again and again. And if if I, I am I am looking forward. To the end of the home and away, and looking at that ladder and and seeing what would be different, because it, I mean, if Essendon for for it to not be much of a difference, I mean, Essendon would have to finish well out of the eight, so that if they got that one game against Sydney, it wouldn't make. Do you know what I mean? They'd have to be yeah. some pretty serious variables to look at that ladder and think, oh well, it wouldn't have made a difference anyway. I, I think it will, but anyway, we'll wait and see. But at this stage, I, I well, I this mean, is the thing. Essendon uh, out of the eight by one game. The reality right now, is as so. well, you just never know. Like if Collingwood finished 5th and if on percentage and they would have finished 4th had they won that game as an or well us will say they're one game behind had they won that game yeah. and they had the percentage they would have gone ahead. They play a different opponent. And that, that let's say that opponent is someone they've got, you know, a 2 and 0 record against them this year as an example. and twos or, or whatever it is. Least, yeah. Where it's good or bad. I, I, I just think that's fascinating, and I but I, at the same time I think it's it's highly embarrassing. We have to get this right. There's so much money in the game now as all aside from anything, um yeah. Anyway, I think just if the score review doesn't work, get rid of it. Yeah, get rid of it. It it, I, I, it there's year after year, and that, anyway they say they review every decision. I mean it's just absurd. There was another one in the in the China game as well. It looked like there was a um it was a Gresham I mean, Who cares? They lost by a million points, but. This, it's all on percentage though. There was a Gresham um, goal that looked like the Port Adelaide player had touched it in the fourth quarter, yeah. and they did, and, and they didn't review it. And um, Dwayne Russell with a gun to his head, who was extremely pro-China and pro-AFL the entire time, like to the point that he was reading off cards. It felt like in the commentary um, with a, you know in, in extreme communist China with a gun to the back of his head, like it was almost awkward. Yeah. Well, it was awkward. awkward. Um, he you know was saying oh well they re- you know they review every decision I'm sure it's all good like well if they do why can't we see it this is the thing that's so ridiculous about this edge technology if, if so supposedly they have the ability of checking every single um, review uh, why, why aren't we seeing anyway Next game, uh, I don't think. Have you got anything more you want to say about Pies Freya? I mean, look. Nah,
1: no, nah, I think we covered all bases there. Look, Lane was pretty good. Yeah, Lane was good all day against his old team. Oh, look, he now that he's got a regular spot in that twenty-two, he's going to be hard pressed to be uh, pushed out. I would, I would think he'd be very unlucky if. I mean, Colin would just, At luxury—they've got a thousand players to come back that are all basically A and B graders. Yeah. So obviously, some some players are going to have to make way, but. At the moment, they're all keeping their spots and he's one of them.
0: To state the obvious as well, I think Fremantle's mids did really well obviously against a very good Collingwood midfield. Uh, and yeah, I mean, I, I'm a massive fan of Ryan for uh, Fremantle as well. I thought he was fantastic again. Um, yeah, look, great performance. And I think I think, I think, think Fremantle will definitely make finals now. I think they've won enough. Of, I mean, obviously they could still miss out, but they've had enough of these away wins that, that you know, that this is going to hold them. Yeah, I think... The this only- feels like an... Ape. I know that I hate this... Phrase, but sorry, to interrupt. it does feel like an eight-point type of game. They look so confident coming off the field today. Yeah, absolutely. Or yesterday, sorry.
1: Yeah, so if they can back that up next week, um, which just having a look at, yeah, they'll 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 get a win next week because they got the bye Okay, so they've got that. that yep. Yeah, so they might be in a threepeat, and then they've got uh, Port Adelaide wow, at, big uh, at home. So look, if they can then solidify <laughs> this win by beating Port in a couple of weeks, uh, that'll go a long way. And I think they're the one team. At the moment, that's not in the eight. That will come in um, to the eight at the end of the year. Hmm. Uh, GWS Suns. Oh, do we have to talk about this game? No. Um, it was literally training for the the Giants. One twenty six forty three. Yeah, they they got you know
0: yeah. eighty three points. I mean, that's pretty pretty heavy beating. Um, the Suns were competitive for about a quarter and a half. I mean, I think they're really starting to taper off now. Uh, I've been pretty impressed with the Suns this year. I think they've run with a lot of teams for a good sort of, you know, two and a half, three, three and a half quarters. Sometimes they've snuck a couple of wins, but, yeah, I mean, the Giants are so much better, it's not even funny. Yeah, absolutely. It's
1: um, it's a bit of a, in, in all regards, a bit of a disgrace that these are two franchise uh, extension teams, and this is the gap between them. Well, um, Even yeah. though the Suns have been around for a little bit longer. I mean... Only they, one more year, though. Yeah. Only one more year, but, yeah. Might as well be a million, million years. years. yeah. They so got
0: 7,000 people to ground. That's not great. Not
1: ideal. Not really. Um, yeah, look, they tried for a little bit, but yeah, obviously, the Giants are packed. There's nothing to take Absolutely out stacked, nah. no. and, and Same they, players, no. did the same thing, just more of it for the Giants. Did well. and well. Oh, which was very... Usual suspects. Yeah, which was good, but ultimately, it's the one thing that the Giants lack is a... Is a dominating ruckman, so they don't really need it. Um, so it's pretty easy to to win out, win the hitouts. But he was pretty effective around the ground too. So I mean, that's it. That's a good sign. But he needs to be playing this well week in, week out. He's got a five-year contract with them. So yeah, exactly. But other than that, look, oh, I was not really a game worth talking about,
0: really, is it? No, it isn't. And ultimately, I think from now we always get to this point. Well, last year we didn't, and this is our second year. I think once you get to these sort of games where it's two teams, and one team is clearly going to be play finals. We've talked about them heavily in the Giants. And then the Suns, are, they're not playing finals, and they're not very good. I mean, like, there's really no. not a lot to say, and we're not going to spend hours trying to dig through it. No, when um, we could spend uh, going deeper into a, a better game, yeah. Uh, next game, Cats 85 to the Swans 63. Good start as the Swans, but couldn't hold it through the game. And the Cats getting over the line. What do you think about this game? Yeah,
1: this was an interesting one because while the the Swans got close and actually had the lead at the start, uh, you never really felt... As soon as Geelong hit the front, you never thought they were going to lose control. Even with a uh, couple of comebacks, uh, little comebacks here and there throughout the game, they just... They look like they've got two or three more gears in them compared to the, to the Swans. And yeah, uh, ultimately, they, their depth in the midfield um, Sean through, I thought... Uh, Dangerfield was uh, fairly fairly good again um, I think uh, Hawkins up forward is Four goals. playing playing exceptional footy uh, for the, about the third year in a row now I think it's been reported though
0: so that'll be interesting
1: yeah look straight elbow straight elbow said sorry straight away to old mate um, look it, <laughs> did, it, an it, yeah, it did an ablet yeah did an ablet he'll probably get away because he well, no, he's not in for a brown low. It could be in for a Coleman though. So. I reckon he'll get a week. He'll get a week. Um, and look, I think we might see this every week. All these old, old older players at the Cats wanting a week off, and oh mate, Scotty's not giving them. So the only way to do that is to punch someone in the face.
0: <laughs> that is one way of doing it. Uh, he's not giving them a holiday, right? No, no
1: holidays. because no, he's uh, they're looking pretty ruthless. Um, Callie again was uh, very, very good, um, and the young players perfect. Um, I think Dowhouse is settling in nicely too. He looks great, He's yeah. really, really good. He loves playing in the hoops. Um, and Radicale is building, isn't he? He's something special. And I think he's going to be fairly, uh, fairly hard to beat at the pointy end of the season. I think he's yeah. so dynamic. And this is all on top of uh, their number one Ruckman not being available for the game. And I thought um, Zach Smith, for his first game in over a year, he did was really good. well, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. mean,
0: he, re- he definitely took that opportunity... Um, by the scruff and, and had a real red hot go at it. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, I think as soon as Stanley's back in, he's probably going to be under pressure again. But yeah, I think he was pretty good. I guess for people that missed the game as well, Sydney only led in the first quarter, so they actually didn't lead at all after the, after no, the, after. Sorry, yeah. Sorry if I wasn't uh, no, 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 super I'm clear not, on that one. No 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 not at all. Um, but yeah, I just uh, as much as it was semi close. Yeah, they were they were they kind of got within sort of you know seventeens. 18s, 19 points, but they you know, never got quite um, close enough. Towards half-time, they were close-ish, but yeah. Uh, what else out of this game? I and mean, yeah, all, all the sort of usual suspects were quite good. I thought tactically, the Cats were very impressive. Uh, obviously, they were being beaten uh, early on. Their corridor was being restricted. Uh, they were forced to use the boundary quite a bit. Uh, tackling from Sydney was quite good. Pressure was good, I thought Papley was, was, was fantastic. Um, it didn't help as well. The swans' accuracy was, was pretty bad. Um, they should really have put them away a little bit more and, and made it harder for the cats to come back. Yeah. But I think the cats' ability to switch tactically quite quickly and adjust quite quickly was very impressive because they, they were um, in a position where it was looking, starting to look a bit average and within a five-minute sort of period, they, were, they, were, they very quickly adjusted.
1: Yeah, again... Um... Too too few. It's been left up to for the Swans. Uh, It's the same names: Lloyd, Rampy, Parker, um, doing their bit for the team. I thought, yeah. yeah, Look, they did well in keeping their old teammate to his. Quietest game for the year. Um, yeah, was well, like it Gary Rowan's only game
0: of the? Oh, and Rowan. Sorry. Yeah, yeah.
1: Gary Rowan. Yeah, no, sorry. Um, no, nah, mental. I was nah, going to no, say that, that too. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, he got a goal, didn't he? And um, one goal, one goal. Uh, first game back for the year. Uh, but I, no, I, I thought the, the Swans' the highlight for the Swans was yeah that that particular part of their game was keeping their old teammate to basically non-existent in the game. But ultimately, yeah, we've said it all year. Um, if you do not kick more goals, especially against um, the cats. They're going to hurt you. Um, you can't be wasteful in front of goal um, against the cats.
0: No, uh, I thought Radicalea was quite good as well. We haven't mentioned him. Um, yeah, but for Sydney, I mean Lloyd as well was impressive. Um, Ali got beaten a bit here and there, but yeah. Look I, again, it's one of those games similar to the last one, not to the same extremes, but. Sydney are not going to play finals. They're not going to have some sort of miracle run this year. I think you can safely say that's over. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Well and truly. And, and Geelong are a very good side that that just needed to to adjust. And they didn't need to beat down on Sydney because their percentage is so healthy. So they're not really in a position where they had to do that either. So ultimately, yeah, I'm I'm kind of happy to not go into this one too much. I mean, Geelong, as you as you would expect, um, won a lot of the key indicators. Um, Sydney wasted some chances though. I mean ten marks inside fifty for the, for only sixty three is not great. Um, you know, cats again getting serious amounts of inside fifties and and scoring. Yeah. Um scoring yeah. accuracy, sixty five percent for the
1: cats. Again. Maybe thirty five percent yeah. for the the swans That's again. A big difference, yeah. Again, Franklin um Not great. What do we think great. about his game? Yeah, no, not great. Uh, I think he's been rushed back into this side. I don't think he's um, he doesn't look right. At all, he does doesn't he? look match fit, no. uh, and obviously he, he his goal were good, but most of, most of the time when Buddy kicks a goal, it's pretty good. It's not you, there's not too many cheeky ones out the back. But look, uh, if they could rest him for a little bit longer, I think they would. I th- ultimately they um, will probably put him to bed this week, give him a little breather. You would think so. So I'll wait and see. Look, the Sydney just aren't the team that they've been for the last. 10 or 15 years. No, um, clearly not. So, I mean, all the diehard Swanee supporters out there are going to sit there and go, Oh, it's not that bad. And it's like, Well, you're not winning games of footy. It is that bad, and you're in a rebuild. Uh, just, I think it's it's that just, fair. yeah, I think it is. I mean, it's just the nature of football. Like, you can't be up and up and up and up all the time for a long period mm-hmm. of time mm-hmm. without actually having a little uh, drop off. I mean, the Cats did. They didn't play finals for one year and then have been rebuilt, and now look at them. About four years later, I think it was about four years that they yeah. missed out in the finals. Hawthorne are in a, a rebuilding stage. Collingwood went through it a few years ago, um, so it's just inevitable that these t- Col- Carlton they- are in it. Oh, Carlton have been well in it for the, the rebuild. They love it. Oh, they love
0: a rebuild. Rebuild every year. <laughs> um. I think Melbourne <laughs> have gone that part too. God, and the Saints. I can't believe, I can't wait to get to that game. <laughs> uh, what a great round we saw Melbourne uh, losing the unlosable and Carlton getting pants again. Yes. Uh Anyway, so, look, I, the Cats, I mean, look... Cats did what they had to do. There's no concerns either by them starting a bit poorly. I mean, it's not great, but at the same time, they got jumped a bit, but they adjusted quite quickly. Um, they tactically did as well. I mean, I, I thought they, they... The other thing, too, is early on they were being beaten, but also they were entering into inside 50 really predictably quite early, and then mm. they just went, oh, well, better mix it, mix it yeah. up a bit. More. And,
1: and, and all things being equal, you throw Gary Ablett back into that side. They win by an extra three or four goals.
0: Possibly,
1: yeah. So, oh, so yeah, yeah. Sometimes he doesn't throw elbows and fists around, but he's got his teammates doing it instead. Yeah, exactly. Oh, old mate, Tomahawk might be out
0: for a week. Old oh, mate, Hawk. Uh, oh, look, he'll get he'll get fined as a very bare minimum. But... Yeah, wait and see. Uh, yeah, so Geelong, obviously, very good. Sydney, yeah, scraping on the edges. This it is one of those sort of rounds. There is a few of these very one sided games, hence some of the results. Uh, the Lions versus the Hawks. Interesting game. So 85 to 66. If you did miss this game, Hawthorne started really well. So there was a point early on where it looked like Hawthorne were going to run away with this comfortably. So first quarter, 0-6 to 5-1. So it was just a complete one-way street. Brisbane looked awful in the first quarter. Again, um, I still think this is a bit of a concern. You know, they talk about it in basketball, you know, playoffs experience and playoffs basketball. I think it's similar with with AFL as well in terms of finals experience. I mean, I think if you start a final like that, that's going to be pretty problematic. Um, But, yeah, I think that said, in terms of uh, Brisbane, if they go into a final and kick 0-6, yeah, I mean, I don't see them really coming back from it. So it's a bit of a concern. I know they ended up winning the game, but it is a a minor concern. Um, But, look, fantastic from, from Hawthorne early. Uh, they led at halftime as well, five nine two seven three, uh, and then just under at, at three quarter time, and then got rolled at the end. So yeah. pretty pretty weird game. Um, it felt like a little bit like in round one, the Brisbane West Coast game, where West Coast came out and dominated, and then Brisbane gradually just sort of you know knocked back at it and eventually won. Um, but yeah, it was interesting. It was interesting to watch. What did you think of it? So look. Um...
1: Yeah, it's frustrating to see your own team, but any team get off to such a good start, only to lose quite comfortably. Uh, they happened... This is the second time Hawthorne uh, it's happened to. They did the same thing against Geelong a few weeks back. Look, they obviously, as I just mentioned before, they're in a rebuild phase. They've got a much younger playing list, even though the average... Age of Hawthorne is still the oldest playing list, but that's because we've got Yoda on there. He's about 410, so that brings the average playing age up. So they're all pretty raw um, as far as the club goes. I I, I like Brisbane, although it showed a lot of maturity to be five goals down after the first quarter and then kick 12 goals to five over the next three quarters. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had obviously their chances in the first quarter kicked six behinds and they kicked the last three behinds late in, in that quarter. So really, should, they were in the game in the, in the first quarter even though the scoreboard didn't suggest so. And yeah, look, I, I thought uh, Lions was really good for the, for the, the Lions, funny enough. Uh, and <laughs> and I, I thought O'Meara continued his strong performance for Hawthorne throughout the year. I thought he was brilliant.
0: Yeah, mature effort from Brisbane. I mean, they started slow. They looked really sluggish and terrible. I mean, the contrast from quarter one to quarter two for Brisbane was, you know, completely stark. Uh, I, I thought they were very, very impressive, but um, Hawthorne at the start, but then to, to well, that was super impressive in the second quarter for them to turn around that quickly. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't know. It's not. It's again like it's a funny old game. This one to read because it really was sort of two sections to it. I mean, we'll start with Brisbane. I mean, Harris Andrews is just turning into such a great player. He's one of my favourite players to watch. I think he's such a fantastic defender now. I hope he sort of starts to get a bit more notoriety about him because I think he's fantastic. Um, yeah, I mean, it just is really weird to sort of talk about because it, it is such a split-up game. Uh, it's almost a, sort of a couple of games in one. Just such a ridiculous turnaround. It was just, just mind-blowing to watch. Like, it just felt like they'd come at it at the second quarter time, and pretended that they'd start. They were starting the game again. Uh, there's amazing passage of play as well in the third quarter. That um, soccer from Cameron to Hipwood, and then that fly kick from Rainer to get into the goals. Like there, there's so much talent on this list. Like if you if you watch any game like that, it, you'll see it. If you look up um, like Reina f- goal or something from this week, you'll see it. It's a ridiculous passage of play through a few of them. Um, there's just so much talent. Uh, yeah, I mean, look, it's it's Wingard obviously injured again, um, wasn't great. What do we think of that? Like, again, this sort of prized recruit not working out.
1: Yeah, well, being injured doesn't help. Uh, it's, a, it's a hard one because he's coming to a new system. It's obviously not paying dividends, but he wasn't playing that good of football last year at Port either. It's been a couple of years since he actually uh, lit up AFL, uh, grounds um, and all Australian type scenarios so look not ideal getting injured again and missing out on a proper pre-season so oh, i think obviously going to give him time uh, it's just not ideal with where the hawks are at as a club either mm. not obviously winning a lot of games of football you really would like to see a bit more consistency from these um, players that you have brought in uh, obviously you've got Scully for next to no money and he's starting to play some really consistent football so hopefully uh, Chad Wingard can start doing that soon uh, but the Lions um, like they obviously were the best ranked 14th team in the competition last year and uh, they've really really stepped that up and looking bloody good
0: yeah, Robinson was excellent as well. Again, yeah. I know we talked about him a lot this year, but he was fantastic. I thought Hodge was really good. again. Yeah, Hodge yeah. was fantastic. Yeah.
1: Um, yes, uh, and then you got your yeah, McLuggage again, played really, really good. Yeah, I thought McStay was, was good yeah. as well. Yeah, they're just they're not relying on the old heads uh, to carry them through anymore. These young guys are all playing really good football, and uh, whatever the game plan and the structures that um, old mate Fagan has bought, they've all bought in. They yeah. all love playing together, and
0: I thought Omira was
1: all right as well. Yeah, Omira, yeah, yeah. Look, he's he's had one bad game all year. I reckon. Mm. Uh, I thought, uh, he, and Warpal was Against Carlton, good. yeah, I think it was Carlton. He was, he was horrible. pretty horrible. So, oh, hang on, no, no no no, 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 no,
0: no, that was the one. He was amazing, and everybody else was terrible.
1: Yeah, doesn't matter. One it of doesn't all. matter. There was one game where it was pretty quiet, but um, yeah, I thought Warple was pretty good. Uh, Bergelin was good for the Hawks, but after that. Uh, Mitch Lewis was pretty good uh, for a young key forward. Uh, I think I think it's good that um, he's had this opportunity and he'll probably hold on to it for the rest of the year. It's going to be pretty tough for old mate Ruffy to get back into this team, even though they're not winning games.
0: Yeah, you'd think you'd probably retirement uh, would be on the cards. But yeah, look, Brisbane winning a lot of the key indicators, uh, contested, uh, uncontested, marks inside 50, uh, just lost the clearances, but thirty nine to forty, so not not much of a difference. Won the hit out, um, so again, great effort from Brisbane there. Uh, lost the tackles, but they didn't have the ball as much, so that makes more sense. Uh, won the inside fifty, so there's nothing sort of too weird. I thought within the stats, um, yeah, interesting game. Look, yeah, Hawthorn. Um, that this is about where they're at, know I, I, I think we we I guess yeah, we've both me, said
1: middle of the road and potentially bottom of the eight.
0: If, Maybe. if they get a string of if wins, gets, they can't get a string of wins. A lot of things wins. go right. They yeah. win, they lose. One yeah.
1: Win, they lose. So on, on, off. Yeah, and off, it's going off. to be much harder now. They've, I'm pretty sure that they've got a pretty tough. Run. I know They've still got to play West Coast, Geelong, and Collingwood again. Yeah. So yeah, haven't got and Essen up after the bye. So yeah, it's going to be tough from there. That's true. But Brisbane sitting comfortably, and I think
0: we think they're properly good though. We have for a while.
1: Yeah, and I wouldn't be surprised if they finish top four because they're not going to lose too many games in the Gabba oh, I think they're a big chance so with this nice little lead I think give yourself
0: two two chances you never know you just don't
1: know yeah imagine that well, two finals at the Gabba in one year I haven't seen that for almost 20 years
0: <laughs> it's been a while now to the best comedy uh, oh, on wow. television uh, Melbourne Demons versus Adelaide Crows 88 to 90 Crows by two points uh, they crows only led for five minutes of the entire game in what was one of the most absurd games you've ever seen. The worm, if you want to look at on on an app for the scoring, literally goes up in like a fifty meter arc. It just goes up and it falls back down yeah, again. Yeah, it looks to like the crows. Sydney Harbour Bridge. It does look a bit like the bridge. Um, absolutely terrible uh, from the D's. We've got to get this out of the way. Uh, they choked again. Uh, they're psychologically battered, um, beaten, uh, abused. Amman uh, Wiedemann, goal after the siren, and he hooked it completely. Um, not totally his fault. They missed. You know they well. So just so it's clear, in the last quarter they kicked one goal eight, um, and they're up by thirty odd points. Yeah, and so... Gorn hooked it as well with two minutes thirty to go. So it's not fair on him to. Put it all on Wiedemann when, you know, there was a lot of other pretty cooked players that that stuffed it up. But um, Yeah, wow. Can you believe it? I mean they just lose the unlosable again. It's just it's it's it's, it's, un- it's unbelievable. It's getting to the point now where I mean, so that's it. I think there's no way this, this miracle are not run of Melbourne back. They are it's not finished. coming back from you this. Well we said that a couple of weeks ago, but I think now you one would have to acknowledge it's over. Well, th-
1: yeah, a couple of weeks ago was the uh, final nail. The coffin is now in the grounds. Oh, I we're say just it's been in there. Yeah, we're just waiting for people to come in and move the soil back. Let's on Throw top flowers of it. in and stuff. Oh, there's not going to be anyone at the funeral. Oh, sorry. No, okay. no. Just get it in there, bury it, and get on with it. Find a new team. Get a new team. Yeah, I hear Tazzy is calling.
0: Yeah, imagine Ooh. that. <laughs> That'd be so funny. Oh God, Jesus! Can you? This this was. And you could feel it coming, too. At the three-quarter time, it was like, yeah, yeah. it's on. And then as it started, it was like, oh, no. no, no. It's not only on, it's very on. Uh, anyway, so the game started. It was a comedy of errors from both teams. Both teams were awful. They just coughed the ball up to each other. It was awful skills. Uh, it was, looked like a perfect deck. It looked fine. It wasn't wet. It was a bit humid, but it wasn't terrible. Um, the Crows' defense was super unorganized. Sloane did his hamstring as well. Apparently, it's a pretty mild one, so he's not going to be out for long. But he yeah. was out obviously for the whole game, so one of their key players. Uh, I thought it was a bit embarrassing, really, from both teams, to be honest. Through a lot of this game, I thought it was pretty poor. What did you think?
1: Yeah. Look. Again, I mean, I think Adelaide just maybe sneaking to the eight, just. But on this performance, they're not going
0: very far. Um. So. <sighs> it, they, it was a mild. It was. They, it's only because they've played against the team of Jokers that they really won. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, ultimately, like, they were good. Like, Jenkins was better. A couple of them were better, but. Well, that's the thing. I mean, they've put all of them in now. So,
1: Walker, Jenkins, and Lynch. And they win a game. So, do they stick with
0: those they three? They will now, yeah. They have to, don't they? They will, yeah. I reckon um, they will. And if they're going to drop anyone, I'll say. feel for Himmelberg because he. he, he I, well, I, that's I, it. I mean. People had a go at him. I thought he was okay. I, I'm surprised he got
1: dropped in the first place. I thought, oh, maybe they won't win this game then. Because I thought he was quite good. Oh, it has been all year. So, um, oh, look, you know, the coaches might just go, you know what, Walker, you're not doing your job. We're bringing Himmelberg in and you're going to the Magoos. I imagine that. That won't happen because that's not what coaches do, unless you're Clarko, you Mm. just drop anyone. Um, Yeah, look, very lucky to sneak away with this win, but it did feel like it was coming from about (laughs) halfway through the second quarter. The Benny Hill music
0: started at halftime. Yeah.
1: Um, again, well, I think Melbourne would just all the players were surprised that they were in front. Yeah, I don't think it's they been could it's been what six months, eight months. It's, it's almost better than
0: choking at the back end of the third quarter time to be down, so they can do a bit of a comeback. Comeback, yeah, not absolutely. not not be confident. Maybe maybe that's a game plan. Maybe that's what we'll see next week. They'll just
1: be out down by a goal at three quarter time and see if they can make a comeback.
0: Melbourne at play like someone that's been like held in captivity for ten years, like they. They are just so insanely battered psychologically. They just don't know what's going on, do they? No. They could remake that movie, Room, just about the demons. Um, They were awful again. Again, another thing we have to highlight, 12-16. So, insane inaccuracy again. Wasted so many chances. Awful going inside 50. Constantly picking the worst option. 113 to 5 minutes. That's the level of, of leading either way. Um, yeah, absolutely ridiculous again. Look, late, I thought the defence from Adelaide was quite good, but they were pretty average mm. through sections of it. But they had a pretty awful first half. Um, I mean, 5-3 to 9-4 at half-time. Not great. Great it was a bad game, though. This was a terrible game. It was a game that I, I really learnt nothing... I'll be honest, I learnt just, that... No, we didn't learn anything new, did we? No, exactly. Well, I knew the Ds were choke. joke. I tipped Adelaide, and I, I also knew that Adelaide are a good side, they're not a great side, but they're good enough to beat the Demons. So the and Ds that's Ds what were... happened. So You might have mentioned it, and I get... might
1: have just misheard, but Sorry. the Ds were in front for the entire game up until the 25th minute mark
0: Correct. of the last quarter. Correct. Wow. This is going to hurt, it's isn't it? It's incredible, yeah. Literally, they, they were... They didn't lead until, like, literally, like, a few minutes ago. Do you think Melbourne are going to put their
1: hand up for more games in China next year? Just so that when they have losses like this.
0: They don't play in China, though. That's what I mean. Got, oh, they're trying, can we get, go play in China? Can we please go? Yeah. Well, they'll probably lose to Port over there. But that's all right. Port but, don't lose in China. But they're over there. You know, people <laughs> can still watch it, though. they still find out about the result. They, but they can not say that, though. I think that there's something going on clearly down there. Um, you know, everyone talked about how Adelaide were, you know, kind of so. Mentally broken post the uh, uh, grand final loss in twenty seventeen, but that said, like this was, yeah. I mean, I I think it's just getting to the point where they're so heavily battered. I don't I don't know. And
1: where's the pressure on Goodwin? I like, mean, we're seeing well, from us. There is. I yeah, we're seeing yeah. it from on Warple um, on Warple on uh, Bolton, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brennan Bolton at Carlton. He's been um, there a lot longer. Yeah, he has, but he hasn't got to a prelim and then. Stunk up the next season. Um, Beverage,
0: the heat's starting to come for him now. I think they did get to a prelim though. I think one thing I, I know they got to the prelim, but I think looking back on it as well, fluke. Melbourne did get there with a very wet sail. Like I, they got pants beyond belief in in the prelim. They didn't look like it for a second. I think there was a bit of luck in that to some degree. I think they were good. I think they got a couple, potentially got a couple of lucky matchups. So I I think I don't think they're that good. Yeah, but I don't know. It's so hard to know. The, we, is Petrarca a good player? I don't know. Yeah, Everyone talks about him as though oh, he's amazing, amazing talent. Oh, at a junior level, obviously. I haven't seen it at AFL. Not regularly. Oliver's been rubbish for ages. No one talks about it. He hey. has, he's
1: been rubbish. Had a good game this week.
0: He was okay. I, again, they choked,
1: they lost. Turn it up. He had like 400,000 possessions at almost 90%. He was pretty good. Can't yeah. help it that the rest of his team was pretty average. He
0: Oliver, was good. Yeah. Oliver had 34. Yeah, I guess that's yeah. true. Yeah. I thought he was good. At 85. Yeah, all right. But he has had some bad games Oh, this, this year. year, yeah. he's No, I was about more this year rather than this oh, game. Oh, yeah. Sorry, yeah. I'm no, talking this... just general. Yeah. Yeah, this but...
1: year. Oh, look, they've all been sort of...
0: I'm more talking generally than I don't think... Yeah, the whole so... team
1: are passengers except Gorn.
0: Yeah. I, 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 I'm sorry. I'm more saying that I'd kind of pivoted into that I think Melbourne are... Like, so everyone's saying... Right, we'll draw it back. So everyone's saying why Melbourne's so disappointing. I don't think they're as good as people thought they were.
1: Well, yeah, that's...
0: Starting to be, I think that seems very obvious, doesn't it? But I've been saying that for over a month.
1: Yeah, either that or Jesse Hogan was actually really good, but (laughs) but he barely played in the second half of the (laughs) year. Say, but well, this is the thing everyone forgets about that. He was.
0: Everyone thinks, oh, they're missing Hogan. That's like, what what football are you watching? Yeah, exactly. He hasn't played for ages, and you
1: can't talk about Lever or uh, May. May wasn't there last year, and Lever was out for the whole year. I think certain players like Lewis. too old for the game now? Oh, clearly,
0: as well, yeah. And He's got to
1: retire. It's all over. And,
0: like you said, I agree, Petrarca hasn't lived up to the hype. There's so much arrogance. It's the same thing that GWS, I think they seem to have cleaned this up, but it was the same, it's a similar thing. You hear all this stuff, Petrarca coming out saying he wants to be a Hall of Famer and all this sort of stuff. Shut up. Prove yourself at, at AFL level first. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to hear any of this crap. Just... Like, they're talking about it as though they're already a great side. They've done... They've proved nothing. nothing. They've done nothing. When was Melbourne's last premiership? You weren't born and neither was I. No, nowhere near. So... I remember the 2000 grand final when they got pants and after the first two or three minutes it was obvious they weren't going to win. I remember the... uh, The... The Jim
1: Steins incident... Oh, yeah. That uh, ultimately cost know, them I getting into it, a grand it, final. And that was, uh, yeah. So, it's been a long time. And, yeah, they didn't get to a grand final. And ultimately, yeah, they haven't proved themselves on what matters most.
0: And that's winning games of footy. And so, I don't give a shit that they got to a prelim. I almost wish they hadn't. Because I reckon it's gotten to their heads. And I thought they were going to rock. I reckon they thought they would rock up this year and just get there.
1: North Melbourne did it two years in a row. It's so and hard to get that there. That coach is
0: not there anymore. They don't look any better so. than they did last year. They look far, far, far worse. Oh, they're miles. In no category They've do they look won. better. They've
1: only won three games. No, I know, but
0: in no category, like in no perspective oh. do they look better. No, no. And that's the, the the point is that, you know, Hawthorne don't win three in a row by just staying the same and rocking out the next year. Yeah. Sydney don't make finals for, what was it, 15 consecutive
1: years or 12 consecutive years without... Improving it year in, year out Yeah,
0: exactly Yeah, same as the Cats um, Collingwood now as well yeah, yeah, like Carlton with all the spoons You know, that doesn't come easy You've got to really, really you get, you got tank Kick it out on the full You've got a salary cab cheat Only to, get one really good player for your team you got to play Casbot up forward well, when he was a
1: defender Yeah, all the other players that are half decent You've got to make sure they get injury. conditioning so they get injured. Yeah, yeah out, exactly. out for the year Yeah, uh, it's tough the There's a lot it's of tough. things you are got to get it's like, in there. It's like kicking, uh, kicking the goalpost directly like, Yeah can't kick it in between those the big space, but you can hit the post anyway. Yeah. So that was that game. No, I'll Melbourne, like... Melbourne are cooked. I Melbourne are the terrible. Second most disappointing team for the year. Who's the first? Carlton. No, I thought Carlton would be terrible. The Mel- same, but uh, these they're even more underperforming. I thought than what I thought. Really? Okay. I thought they'd I- have at least three
0: wins on the on the. Nah, book by know. now, I did. I- Melbourne, I thought would be like top four. Well, I had Melbourne in my eight. I had the Melbourne at like fifth or sixth or seventh. I can't remember, but I, 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 think Melbourne is the number one for me. But anyway, it's it's pretty funny while it's going. Yes, uh, Saints Power at the traditional uh, uh, the home of stadium. footy stadium. Home of the footy, Jingwan Stadium, about, at Shanghai. There was four thousand people there. There was no people there. Um, that that's I guess we can talk about that. That was pretty funny. Uh, no one there. There was also a lot of like propaganda style stuff going on, as I mentioned earlier. We don't need to back over that again. Um, just the commentators talking about how great China is, and uh, you know, constantly saying this incredible uh, stadium that's to be, you know, uh, marvelled in and just sort of just in awe of. And you know, it was just it, you know, you know, there was there was clearly no one there. No one. He said Dwayne Russell said repeatedly on the on the telecast that the seat it was sold out and there'll be over ten thousand people. And and then he said later on in the game, oh, there's still people flowing in. Where? When? Where? They kept showing the doors. There was no one coming in. Nobody. The door was open. Just ridiculous. It was the quietest place in China. Yeah. It's, can you believe it? Like, it's like the one of the most overpopulated countries in the world. And there's nobody there. And there was no one there. You'd think that people would go there just to get some space. Get some space. space. Yeah.
1: Air. Air.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or a free hot dog. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They had, they had a couple of uh, weird menu items. Check out our Twitter for more information on that. Um, but look, there's, there's Let's get through this game because we got to go to bed. But look, no, it's a horrible game, awful game. Lyset, uh, excellent. Um, he's been such a great pickup. Port just obviously so much more polish, uh, far more accurate, and that's the thing that really murdered uh St Kilda today. Uh, they won by seventy points, but a big part of that, um, twenty two and seven. Uh, and at one point it was like twenty and three or something ridiculous. So they were they were there was only towards the back end. Uh, they missed a couple whatever, so who cares at that yeah, point. Yeah, it's junk time. Um, Saints, awful conditioning as well because it was 31, 32 degrees over there. Uh, so yeah, I mean, St. Kilda just didn't have it in them at all. Geary injury, very bad. Uh, yeah, not good. Can you believe it again? Wow, so he went to a Chinese hospital so we're not sure where things Well, are. we don't.
1: Well, he might lose his leg.
0: They might have to take it off. Take it. A second just chop it on.
1: off. Yeah, just chop it right off. Don't cut it down the side. Just chop it right off. Don't need it anymore. <laughs> remove. Yeah, remove it. No, it's really... <laughs> like so the so Nick style. It's it's very unfortunate. Um, obviously, he, it was a miracle that he got up for this game and went over there. And that just shows you the type of um, gun and great leader he is. But ultimately, now, he'll probably oh, could be really bad and miss the rest of the year. Um, wait and see obviously we won't know more until China allows the information to come out
0: yeah <laughs> yeah that, that'll be hold a pretty secret
1: yeah uh, look Robbie Gray was very good for the winners uh, Riley Bonner was very good too yeah uh, Dersma Dersma yeah I think the kids
0: uh, Houston they're all good they're all everyone good. was good there was no problems no, no problems um, so look, it's a very easy game very, very- boring game the Saints were slow. Uh, so, there's another thing. So, there was a lot of sickness that ran through the team. So, two people didn't play. Alan Richardson was quite sick as well. Uh, he ended up coaching, but he didn't look very well. He was pretty pale. Uh, I reckon there might have been some more sickness running through the list that they haven't gone into. Yeah. Because uh, a lot of them looked pretty lethargic and tired and hadn't slept and well, unwell. They looked shit, so they probably had the shits. Uh, that's possibly <laughs> true. The Saints essentially
1: stopped playing. That's basically what happened How many, how many more... Contracted games to the AFL have to play over in China now.
0: Two more, so they've been they've contracted five as a bare minimum, right? So Porter three and and0 money money in the bin from the AFL. Apparently, Port are going to declare that this now this is they'll be in positives. Really? Yeah. Apparently okay. now that they, they've they must have swindled some hoodwinked some people over there. Must have for something. Must be must sold be a lot some, of money. They sold get, some snake oil while they were they there. They must
1: charge it bucket to get into that gang
0: ground maybe that's why there's nobody there it's like 400 Australian oh, all, just... it no no it would all be sponsorships like there was the penfolds tent they had which is extremely atypical I saw in the background there was a pirate life like um area or something like everything was branded like they had uh, Australian tourism obviously yeah um a couple of the more wineries, wine, 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 wine. Lots of wine. Lots of constant wine. Um, they had, you know, bits and pieces. But yeah, I mean, that that'd be a lot of it. But also like signing various deals over there and and the broadcast rights as well because it gets it gets shown to you know something like three hundred million people or something ridiculous. Um, I on have no idea channels. what's going on. No, zero. Well, that's all right. We don't either
1: half <laughs> the time. Well, such a bad game. <laughs> I mean, so you don't really need to you have don't any commentary. Need to. Go on.
0: One person murdering the other one. That's it. They
1: probably sell it. It's, I, this is not a racist comment. No, it's not a racist <laughs> so comment. No, is it's, is a racist oh, comment. it's just that um, table tennis is huge in China. So they just say, this is aerial ping pong. And they'll go, oh, watch it. God. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> that's, that's true. Sorry, uh, there's not a lot to talk about in this game. Night. Yeah, this is no good. Bad game. Bad Saints. Saints are no good. And, and the goat is and... on. The GOAT is Ryan on right now, so we need to cook a no. But I think ultimately, Port, obviously way, way, way more Polish. So much better. Uh, Saints, terrible. Port, where do you see them? They're still uh, a bit pretenderish, I think. Yeah. You, you don't think they're playing finals this year? I think they're a chance to sneak in. Um, I think it's going to depend on who they get back. And definitely got some percentage out of this game. They got like 6.5%. Yeah. But um, at one point, it was like seven and a half, so... I, but yeah, I, I, I don't know. I just think the power are a good side, not a great side. I think that they'll... They're just so inconsistent. They're like, bad it, football is stink outrageous. <laughs> it's St. Kilda style. But then, Nick. they're really good football. And again, this is another one of these games, again, it's pretty average round. Like, you know, the Saints aren't making finals, so there's no point doing, you know, too much into it is a match-up, so to speak, and one team won by a million points, so it's yep. pretty pretty bad. Pretty poor. Uh, what What do you think? Power sneak in? No sneak in?
1: Uh, yeah, you can only fit eight teams in the top eight, and I don't think they're one of them. No. Only because I think Fremantle are going to come in.
0: Speaking and, of bad games, Don's Blues uh, in an awful 74-33. to 33, Essendon, um, Carlton never looked like winning at all. Surely Bolton's gone now. Um, we'll have to get into that. Um, yeah, the Blues just didn't adjust to the wet weather So there was no wet really up to quarter time It was 15 all at quarter time And then the rain came and the Blues just didn't adjust at all Cruiser looked really underdone uh, Lang missed that horrendous shot It's incredible, like there's players in Carlton's side that it is shocking that they get games at AFL level. Oh. Lang for solo was awful. How funny is it he's he's signed till 2021 for That's Solo? Crazy. What a psychotic waste of money. Uh, anyway, Carlton uh, Collingwood, sorry, are the, laughing. The top eight disposal getters or, all from Essendon. Yeah. They were the, the blues were disgusting. The only reason this wasn't a massive, massive blowout is Essendon are a good side. Not a, not a, a great side, side at yeah. all. And they've got so many outs and the conditions were poor. Uh, if they'd played Geelong on a dry day and play like that, it would have been 120, 130 to twenty, maybe? Maybe, yeah. Thirty max. Yeah. Horrible. And it's awful. If you
1: think that the players are still on side with Bolton, you've got there's something wrong. Because if that's if that's the type of football they're gonna dish out, well they might as well get rid of all the players as well as the coach, and just start a proper rebuild from the ground up.
0: Why? So, week after week, we're forced to say the same thing. Why would the coach keep his job when the players can't even come up with the fundamentals week in, week out, over and over and over again? The coach is meant to coach people, and I get they've got a lot of different coaches, but... But they are they are not following clear information. No. So if they're good coaches, they would say, "Look, it's wet weather now, boys. A, B, and C. We've got to do, we've got to surge the ball forward. You know, kick the ball on the ground. Do this, do that." Da, da, da. Yeah, they just didn't do it. Didn't do it. So either there's a breakdown clearly going on here. Yeah, like and Bolton said in the press conference afterwards, saying, "Oh well, you know, the message is starting to be heard." No, no, it's clearly not. And and really, it's not showing at all on the field. If it is,
1: but. The fact that these are professional athletes that need to be told very basic stuff like that—they've been playing most of these people have been playing football since they were four or five, yeah. So 15, 20 years, thirty for some it's of incredible. them. Incredible that it's they so cannot bad. just automatically go.
0: Oh, hang on, hang on. The weather conditions are different, so therefore. And already Sam Walsh looks beaten down, you know. Like and and I, I yep. think Cripps has checked out, and that I think might be finally why Carlton pulled the pin on this because if they lose him. Oh, I mean if he I mean I know he's he signed a small deal, but if he if he checks out Yeah, well wow. well, well may as well, say, shut the well with
1: free agency and all this play movement, just because he's got a contract doesn't mean it's it set in stone. No, no, absolutely. So and yeah, with uh, uh Dow and um, who was the other number one pick that they got last year? You just missed his name. Forgotten. Him. Walsh. Walsh. If they see this and they have seasons they're not gonna re sign not said, first contract is there. Why they, would they resign? They'll they go out. They'll see how um, sore and beat up Cripps is from his years of loyalty. Uh, why would they want to do it to themselves? So, yeah, definitely uh, time to move on. If he is the coach and leader that he portrays, he should hand in his resignation and not wait to be sacked. Uh, I think that, was, that would be the
0: best thing to do. So it's clean, and obviously John Barker would be your... He needs be coached. so I think he'll have to wait till they sack him and have to pay him out. But I know what you mean.
1: Yeah, well, look, that, that's surely the only reason he that, that hasn't done it is something in his contract says that if you resign, you're not getting paid paid out, or whatever the case may be. I just think it's I think it's poor form that he sits in front of the the, the media um, answering the same questions that over and over and over again. It's and, and, and yeah. that he's not taking the responsibility. Um, and I get that he thinks that they can be like collingwood and all the, they started to improve and win games as the as the lists uh, as the years went on this team is not moving forward it's going backwards something uh, going sideways it's going backwards
0: yeah i don't see them winning yeah they look worse than they did last year i reckon at times i, I don't see them winning many more games at all this year maybe one or two max yeah absolutely awesome.
1: yeah. yeah um and it'll because the team fell over and probably had nobody on the bench to to rotate
0: hmm Yeah, they look horrible. But even simple things, as we spoke about with wet weather and things, not knowing to surge the ball forward properly. Um, The other week, last week, Dow, instead of going straight down the guts and following his instructions from the leaders on the ground, he went straight to the boundary when there was only two minutes to go. Like, it's just simple, simple, basic things that they're not doing. And how, if that's not losing the players, I, I don't know what it is, to be honest. I think that's where it's at. I uh, yeah. also wrote in my notes, Carlton don't understand playing for meters. Like again, just that, that, that's what happens in the weather. Yeah, like just, just knock the ball if, forward. Even, even kick if it on even the if the goes out in the fall, who cares? You, you've you've got some ground away from. That's the kind of gra- that's the kind of game we're playing. Yeah, absolutely. And normally we would all always start and
1: talk about the the winning team, but I, I don't I don't know about you. I didn't think Essen actually played no. very good football anyway. They, they came yeah. up against a woeful team, and, and they were, really they were... probably should have won by another. 40 points.
0: I'd say an average team beat a horrendous team. That's yeah. basically what happened today.
1: Yeah, because even, even the Essendon um, players turned the ball over a fair bit. It was it was yeah. a pretty ugly game to watch. It was an awful watch. game to watch. Yeah. Um, the, you know, By good arm, it's another win that they can put yeah. in the bank and they push closer and closer to the so eight. They're missing so many key players. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. so these other players having to do different roles. Uh, I thought Parrish was very, very good. I thought he was their best player. Yeah. And Tim Woody, again, beats up on shit teams.
0: Yeah, I thought Hurley was really good. My heat and checks, Hulker yeah. as well. Hulker was quite good, actually. He outrun a couple of really old mm. players at Carlton, which was highly embarrassing, uh, given his age. I uh, had Clark as my heat check. Um, yeah, he was really good too. Really good, but yeah, I mean, took, he, again, stats line doesn't show it completely, but yeah, took Cripps at completely yeah, out again, of the game. He had
1: yeah. 11 touches for the entire inter- oh, oh, game. In his second game. That, that's a quarter for usually for um, Crips. Yeah, so and he's, uh, in that's his second game, second game. So yeah. I thought
0: he was fantastic. And, um, and our mate Malfoy, well, Guilfie. Guilfie was, was, was good. He as took a couple well. of good marks. Uh, one thing I noticed, I mean, the Blues were so busy trying to stop the Don's run, they didn't do, well, they didn't really seem to understand to do much else. So what I mean by that is they were tied up. I think at times in the game, trying to act out on various tactics, but they didn't really seem to have the ability then to uh, act upon other things. Like they, they it was like they, their brains can only hold one thing at a time. Time, yeah. It was like, oh, hang on, we better better stop doing that. And mm-hmm. then they would just get murdered in every other section of the ground. It's it's it, there's su- there's such a junior junior side. They look like a whole level below. Yeah I They agree. really do, do They you. really look like a very full side And particularly given there's players in there That should not be playing AFL Not in your lanes And for solos yeah, And people definitely, like that Yeah they wouldn't get A game anywhere else You wouldn't think No And physically I think the Blues Are very easy to intimidate I, I thought You know obviously I mean look Cruiser looks so banged up He just Yeah His body's obviously Heavily let him down Through his AFL career But he, he, he You know he's, he's just not up to it And yeah, I mean, the Blues just don't want to put their bodies on the line, I don't think. I think a lot of times, Actually, consistently through the game, I thought... I did I notice that, they. and I don't know whether it's their, their, their
1: mental fragility or they're trying to figure out what they can and can't do because of the rule interpretation, but they just don't look like they wanted to attack the footy at all. It was, no. just, it was like if they touched it, they were going to break, break, to to break a leg man. or something. Yeah, yeah. or, or lose, their, lose their head or whatever.
0: Yeah, it was pretty deplorable to watch that type of stuff. It was a terrible standards game, let's let's be honest. Yeah. Uh, last game, Eagles v. the Dogs in a 133-72. So, not a good game again. Uh, another blowout, another 10-goal blowout. Uh, Dogs started extremely well. I guess that's another thing if you did uh, miss this game, didn't see the uh, Sunday night game. Yeah, and really
1: poor in front of goals. So, they were 4-10 to 7-3 uh, at halftime. 4-10, obviously, was the Doggies. To seven, three. So really, only two or three goals in at uh, the half, and then it was just a panting from there. 21-7 to 10 goals, 12. Mm. So accuracy got a little bit better, but a lot of junk time goals. Um, this was almost going to be a 100-point win. <coughs> Probably Herne, should have been. came off uh, at about the third, three or four-minute mark of the last quarter, did not play the rest of the game, so he just went on ice, like not injury- but just sat out. And I think Kennedy and old mate Schofield uh, didn't play for the last sort of... Oh, they took a bit long periods of time off as well. So, obviously, Adam Simpson, being the uh, premiership coach that he is, knows it's still a bloody long season and they well and truly had this game sewn up. So, rest yeah. some of those older players and just uh, just run the game out. And if they kick a couple of late who goals, cares? who cares? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, no, they Maybe they, they got about a, percentage. Well, they got about eight. Not that much. Well, it was pretty big. No, no, no. I mean, oh, sorry. I yeah, mean yeah, yeah. like
0: they're not like they're, they're gonna get. They'll, they'll, well, gonna they'll make. Games. They're gonna make the finals.
1: Like yeah. they're not gonna. Yeah. So it was about. I think they got about six and a half or seven percentage points for that win as well. So and it
0: wasn't really, to be honest, looking on it now, like it wasn't really a massive surprise. The Eagles have started games, you know, poorly a couple of times this year, so I'm not really too surprised by this game. They know this is a sprint. Ah, uh, sorry, a marathon, not a sprint. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they know how what it takes to get there. They've got that experience. Uh, yeah, I'm not really worried. Look, you, you mentioned something earlier tonight before we started recording around Beveridge and, and the heat on him. I, I I agree. I think there's definite heat on uh, Luke Beveridge for me now. What Do you, you, do you want to sort of chat a bit about that?
1: Yeah, look, he... Um, so we're coming into the third season post-premiership and it's looking like another year where the dogs aren't um, going to play finals. That's not the biggest concern. The biggest concern is they've won four games. Yeah. And the percentage is horrible. 88.7. And one of those wins came against Hawks, who lost Burgon and Shield for basically the second half. Richmond, they're betting Richmond. And they're the the two big wins. Uh, After that, they haven't really looked like a team that's... Cable winning games so no. big concerns and it's uh, yeah and this is the thing you, you win a flag you you're expected internally and ex- externally to be competitive for at least the next two or three years mm. and they just haven't been so it's incredible drop-off isn't it and we spoke we yeah. spoke
0: about this during the game because it was a pretty boring game to watch so we kind of spoke about other things i i felt yeah this is an amazing amazing drop-off because this is a, a solid 17, 18, and now 19 where they'll miss finals.
1: Yeah, so not ideal. And I don't think... Uh, well, they've got the Blues and then the Pies. Just can't uh, waste chances like that against
0: no. good teams.
1: No, so, that, I mean, they might win one. Yeah, they've got a tough run. So their next four matches, Blues, Pies, Port Adelaide, and Geelong. So it's not getting easier for him, all um, the, the dogs, um, yeah, for the next month. So I don't expect their ladder position to improve.
0: It's probably the best I've seen Eastern Wood play in a long time as well. That's one other thing I just noted out of this game. Um, yeah, look, I thought that some of the dogs' players were quite dunkly. I thought it was good. Uh, it's Cal Daniel had a good game. I thought Libba was good. Bont, you know, could really have gotten a bag, one three. So there was a few little things that were worth mentioning. But, yeah, I mean, look, they nullified their run pretty well, uh, the Eagles. And, yeah, they're, they're, they're a very solid team. And, and they had really no answer, the Dogs, for uh, Cripps. Uh, they had really no answer for Darling, Darling as well, 6-1. They had really no Ryan. answer for Shuey. Um, Gaff yeah. was Sheed. everywhere again. Yeah, Gaff. So yeah, they, well, they had so much polish. West Coast cross had six, uh Sorry, five multiple score,
1: goal scorers. So uh, Cripps with two, uh, Waterman and Ryan both, uh, and Kennedy but all with three, and Darling six goals. So they are a very potent side. The Eagles, and I think this is one of many more beltings. Uh, over in uh, WA that we'll see for the rest of the year.
0: Yeah, and they can afford to start the game really slowly, and then they win by 10 goals. Yeah. Like, that's basically where the goals are at. It is a bit scary in that sense. Uh, they're pretty outrageous when you when you frame it like that. Yeah. Uh, and the stats, obviously, Yeah, again, nothing sort of too... It Look, it, disposal efficiency from both teams at 80%, so at least that was good. It was a decent game, but it just blew out, and that's the thing, and it just gradually kept blowing out. Um, similar to the Port game in, you know, the Port... I only had, I think towards the end, I haven't got the stats in front of me, but it was only like six, seven more inside 50s, but then port one by an, a mile. Yeah. It's all about what you do with it, and a similar thing with the Eagles. Yeah, I, I guess um, the only
1: da- well, the damning stat for both teams, but I guess a little. Little concerning for the Eagles is they only had like two tackles um, inside fifty. Yeah, uh, and the Dogs had three. The Dogs well, just didn't have the balls balls much, I guess. But, yeah. yeah, but you would you'd really I hope agree, that yeah. teams would be more like was that or nine. sort of game? It nah, was more. It a bit air. more free well,
0: well, which is exactly what Eagles want. They want it to be in the air, and when they get those marks, they win the game by a long way. Uh, again, similar problem for the Dogs. It's been a problem since the Premiership really, is they. Ten goals, twelve behinds. They forty-five percent. They're consistently missing so many goals, which doesn't help. No. Um, it, you know, like they've had forward problems for a long time, and I get it why they weren't really out there hunting for forwards because they had they were looking for a you know ultimately they had Tom Boyd, so they weren't really looking for a Tom Boyd player when they've got Tom Boyd. Yeah. Um, but now they don't have Tom Boyd, so it's going to be interesting to see what they do. In the next few years I, I personally think they'll probably stick with Bevo I think given Unless something really specific is going on I think they'll stick with him for the next Probably two years And just see how, where they're at at that point But yeah, I think the heat should be further on Than it is, definitely
1: Yeah, absolutely So
0: That's the round, guys I don't the think round. there's too much more to talk nah, about look, it's we can pretty... go into
1: little nitty gritty things About that last game But ultimately another game Where one team's definitely playing finals And the other team is not
0: Yeah, exactly uh, the preview will be up as normal from an audio perspective we'll be on a Wednesday um, because we're doing the recording on a Tuesday with Beyond the Game, Beyond the Game TV on Facebook instead of the Wednesday 7.30 ish. Australian Eastern Standard Time ish uh, check it out, facebook.com check out Beyond the Game tv u. AFL Deep Dive, get two twenty five $25 off your first pack
1: we'll see you soon, enjoy the week and um, we'll do it all again next
0: week yeah, next week and
1: then we'll do the preview as well. well. The buy rounds now, buy rounds after this. Yeah, which
0: is much easier for us. Absolutely. So, yeah. yeah thanks, guys.